welcome to this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. I'm Ed Waters, your host. This week, we're going to dive back into our reading of Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. This week's topic is Parties and Elections in American History. Let's not waste any time and get right into our reading. Parties and Elections in American History There were political divisions during the colonial period, which in general duplicated the rivalry between the Whigs and the Tories in the mother country. The clash of economic interest within the colonies also gave rise to the opposing alignments. For example, Tidewater planters versus backwoods farmers, and commercial interest versus agricultural interest. During the Revolution, patriots and loyalists, known as Tories, were arrayed on opposite sides on the great political issues of the day. Later, in the debate over ratification of the Constitution, Federalists contended with Anti-Federalists. But all these were irregular and temporary grouping rather than organized political parties. Federalists versus Jeffersonian Democratic Republicans. Our first political parties came into being during Washington's first administration as a result of the battle over the establishment of the National Bank. Alexander Hamilton, Secretary of the Treasury, who led the fight for the establishment of the bank, became the real leader of the Federalist Party. This party controlled Congress and the governments of the states. Hamilton was opposed by Jefferson, who organized an opposition group which he called the Republican Party. Jefferson's critics tacked the term Democratic in front of Republican. It is customary to use this compound name to avoid confusion between Jefferson's party and the Republican party we know today. The aristocratic Federalist Party lost control of the government in the election of 1800, grew steadily weaker and disappeared after the War of 1812. For a brief period, the era of good feeling, there was only one party. President Monroe being re-elected in 1820 without any opposition. Factional divisions and personal rivalries, however, soon produced new party alignments. After 1828, Andrew Jackson and his followers retained control of the Democratic-Republican organization, which presently became known as the Democratic Party. Whigs versus Democrats Jackson's election in 1828 and re-election in 1832 marked the opening of a new era of broader political and social democracy. Jackson's opponents, led by Henry Clay, Daniel Webster, and others, formed the Whig Party. The Whigs succeeded in electing two military leaders to the presidency, 
William H. Harrison in 1840 and Zachary Taylor in 1848. Both died in office of natural causes. Then it went into pieces on the slavery issue. Its place was taken by a new Republican Party, which organized in 1854, was pledged to oppose the spread of slavery in the Western territories of the United States. In 1860, the Democrats split on the slavery issue. The Northern Democrats nominating Douglas and the Southern Democrats naming Breckinridge. The split enabled the Republicans to elect Lincoln. Republican dominance after the Civil War. The Republican Party, which won the election of 1860, was definitely a minority party. During the Civil War, it maintained control of the government, partly because many Northern Democrats approved its conduct of the war, and partly because most of the South took no part in the election of 1864. It is noteworthy that in spite of these conditions, Lincoln received only 55% of the popular vote in the election of 1864. During the post-war period, it remained in power largely because military and political reconstruction made it impossible for the majority of the white population of the former Confederate states to express their will. But, by 1876, the Republican Party had drawn itself the support of the expanding industrial interest and the bulk of the Western farmers until 1932, with the exception of the Cleveland administration and the Wilson era, it was dominant in the national politics. The modern political system in the U.S. is dominated by the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. These two parties have won every United States presidential election since 1852, and they have controlled the United States Congress to some extent since at least 1856. There are numerous minor or third parties, the Libertarian, Green, Reform, Independent, and other parties have won elections throughout history at different levels, but the success of those parties is very sparse. The United States Constitution is silent on the subject of political parties. The Founding Fathers did not originally intend for American politics to be partisan. In Federalist Paper Number 9 and Number 10, Alexander Hamilton and James Madison respectively wrote specifically about the dangers of domestic political factions. In addition, the first President of the United States, George Washington, was not a member of any political party at the time of his election or throughout his tenure as President. Furthermore, he hoped that political parties would not be formed, fearing
fearing conflict and stagnation as outlined in his farewell address. If you haven't listened to George Washington's farewell address, please go listen to last week's episode where we did play that in its entirety. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. And please, share, like, and subscribe, and make sure you join us next week right here on Free Circle Freedoms. Ed, out.